Welcome to 56-Bit Cloud Cafe, your go-to destination for all tech topics in the cloud. I'm Atir Zalat. And I'm Patrick Camilleri. And together, we'll be addressing various cloud topics. Welcome to the first episode of our CloudWatch podcast series. In this series, we will be taking you on a journey into the heart of Amazon CloudWatch, exploring its fundamental concepts and its role in managing and monitoring AWS resources. So let's kickstart our first episode. So first of all, can we provide our listeners with a brief overview of what Amazon CloudWatch is? Sure thing. So Amazon CloudWatch is basically this AWS service, one of many services, but it is an integral part that integrates with a lot of other services. It provides monitoring, logging, metrics, and a bunch of features which allow you to have visibility into what you're doing with your software and with your AWS infrastructure. Okay, perfect. Now, since we had an overview of what Amazon CloudWatch is, now we need to know what its significance in cloud computing. Right. So. CloudWatch, as I said, it's an integral part because it allows you to have visibility into what you're doing. Whatever services in AWS that you are using, whether it's EC2, whether it's S3, whether it's RDS, or also what is the data and the software that you're running on top of those services, all that feeds back into CloudWatch allowing you to view the insights of what is happening. It allows you to view how much CPU you're using, how much memory, what are the errors that are being brought up by the software layer, what are the errors being brought up by the infrastructure layer. So all these things, they feed data into CloudWatch, allowing you to have better insights into the most important things. And this allows you to do decisions basically related to speed, to reliability, to error and troubleshooting errors um, and a bunch of other stuff which we might take for granted, but ultimately in AWS, CloudWatch provides this. Okay, so if CloudWatch is basically to know what we are doing with any AWS service used, then what are the key components of Amazon CloudWatch? So CloudWatch you can see the components once you go into the CloudWatch console. And the main parts of it are basically logs and metrics. From there, everything flows naturally. So logs are basically text messages that are ordered by date and time. They are like an audit of these text messages. These text messages come from different places, from AWS infrastructure itself, or from the software that you run on it. And these logs can have information which is just informational, things that you want to know that are happening. They could have errors, they could have warnings inside these logs, and they will help you troubleshoot and make decisions based on that. Those are the logs. Then there is another API of CloudWatch in the same console, you will see this, and that is the metrics part. Metrics are specific data points allowing you to know numbers at a specific point in time. So how much CPU am I using at this particular date and time? How much memory am I using? 
how many queries have I done to the database. So numerical um, data points, and that can be graphed on a, on a graph. And if you put these graphs together, you will end up with dashboards. CloudWatch has a very good dashboarding feature, allowing you to graph these metrics. Finally, those metrics, those data points, number-based data points, can also trigger alarms. So if you are above or below a certain threshold, you want to do something, you want to action something automatically. And that is done through alarms. So you have metrics with dashboards and alarms, as well as logs. Hopefully with our next episodes, we will go through logs and metrics and dashboards more into details. But for now, we would like to know, how do they work together? Yes, there is a lot of intercorrelation between these different parts of CloudWatch. So for example, logs, you can use them on their own, but you can also trigger metrics based on those logs. So if you receive a particular error, text-based error in these logs, let's say 10 times within one hour, it will trigger a metric. That is possible. Also metrics trigger the other things we already mentioned, like alarms, the, the high and the low thresholds. Thresholds, basically they enable this alarm to trigger and they are also, the metrics are also feeding into the dashboards, into those graphs, which give you patterns, which ultimately you can make decisions on them. So there is a correlation between each one of these subservices of CloudWatch. And in total, most AWS services like EC2, S3, RDS, etc., they feed into either CloudWatch alarms or CloudWatch logs. That's interesting. Now, how does CloudWatch contribute to monitoring and managing AWS resources. Monitoring in general in IT is extremely important. Without monitoring, you do not have the data required to make decisions. So let's get an example. For example, I want to know whether my users are getting the backend application, the information that the server is providing in a good enough time. So first you will need to set what good enough is. So let's say I want all my requests coming back in 50 milliseconds. So you would set a metric that says, tell me how long it takes for the server to reply. And you would set an alarm. If it's long, if it's higher than 50 milliseconds for seven times, you know, that will trigger an alarm and that alarm can then trigger an email alert, an SMS alert. It can bring up new instances. There is a lot of automation that can be done using this. Now, that's just an example. And basically, it this you can take it much, much further. Literally, most AWS services integrate with CloudWatch. And thus, that allows you to, to monitor, get the right data, and ultimately either automatically trigger things or look at that data and make decisions. I need to improve the speed of my application. And I need to improve that part of the application to improve the speed. So the contribution is basically insights into what's happening so that you can do decisions. Talking about monitoring, how essential it is. Can you please share some real world scenarios where CloudWatch proves to be particularly valuable? Yes, so CloudWatch, as we said, integrates with a number of services and these services, they tend to work together to give you what you want to achieve. 
So one example, one real life example of this would be increasing the number of EC2 instances because you have more traffic. So how do you know that you have more traffic? So you would have something like a load balancer. This load balancer would have a metric, the number of connections to the load balancer, meaning the, how much traffic there is at a, at a point in time. And that information is fed into CloudWatch. The CloudWatch metric will say if it, there is X amount of incoming connections, I want you to add six servers. So this triggers the auto-scaling of EC2, which allows from three servers to go to nine servers, for example, allowing you to provide a much better, faster service at that point in time. And this goes backwards as well. There isn't enough traffic, so let's reduce the servers and reduce costs. So that would be a good example. Auto-scaling with load balancers, CloudWatch is an integral part of those two systems. Another example would be troubleshooting. Let's say you have an RDS database, a MySQL, for example, RDS database, and you are suspecting that there is certain queries, certain SQL commands, which are taking longer than you would want them to take. You can dig deeper and you can actually find which queries are taking long. And then you can ask your software developers to optimize these queries. Ultimately, this will increase the speed of the application and increase the, the, the availability as well um, if you do it right. Finally, you can troubleshoot things like there was an error, right? Your user is, is reporting that there was an error. So you ask for a timestamp when that error occurred. You can go into those logs that the software is, is ultimately pushing to CloudWatch. You can go through them and see the information you need to solve that issue. Things like this. So it's all about insights, whether it's troubleshooting or improvements that you, you can do on your systems. Okay, perfect. Now, after having an overview about CloudWatch and where it's used, now I would like to ask you, what type of metrics and logs can be monitored using CloudWatch? The short answer to that is that you can monitor and log everything. Now, when I say everything, I literally mean you can push whatever data you want to push in the format of text, that would be logs, or in the format of numbers, that would be metrics. As long as you push them with a timestamp and some other information, you will be fine. There is already a lot of metrics that are created for you in relation to AWS infrastructure. These are out of the box. Some of them are even free. And you will get information like CPU usage, like CPU usage on RDS or memory usage on RDS, like the, the number of uh, connections to load balancers. These come out of the box, but you can even create your own custom ones. And logs, same thing. Most infrastructure, most services in AWS provide logs to CloudWatch, but you can send whatever you want from inside your EC2 or from wherever your, your software is ultimately being hosted. Amazing. Now, for someone new to CloudWatch, what are the first steps they should take to set up monitoring for their AWS environment? So to set up a CloudWatch environment, you really need to do basically nothing. You go into the console, 
and you go into a specific region because CloudWatch is a is a service which saves the data in a specific geographical region. So let's say it's Ireland, for example. We go into Ireland and into the CloudWatch console. In there, you will find the metrics that are already enabled. So if you have an EC2 server, some metrics will already be showing. If you have an RDS instance, some metrics will already be showing, etc., etc. You can create new ones, but you don't need to. There is already a lot there. Same with logs. If you go to the log section, you will find a number of logs from existing infrastructure already created for you and already seeing those text-based text logs there. Again, you can create new ones. So it's not like you have to do anything. You just need to create resources in other services and they will automatically start pushing to CloudWatch, pushing numbers through metrics and logs as text. But of course, you have the full functionality. If you want to go deeper, you can create your own as well. And by now, we have reached the end of our episode. Thanks for joining us today to explore the basics of CloudWatch. We hope you've got a good insight of what it does. Stay tuned for more episodes where we will dive into specific CloudWatch features. Until then, happy cloud computing. If you have questions, suggestions, or want to share your feedback, connect with us on social media. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and to leave us a review to help others find their way to the Cloud Cafe.